Chapter Three of Book Third of Les Mousgrabes, Volume Two by Victor Hugo, translated by Isabel Florence Hapgood. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter Three: Men must have wine, and horses must have water. Four new travelers had arrived. Cosette was meditating sadly, for although she was only eight years old, she had already suffered so much that she reflected with the lugubrious air of an old woman. Her eye was black in consequence of a blow from Madame Thénardier's fist, which caused the latter to remark from time to time, "How ugly she is with her fist blow on her eye." Cosette was thinking that it was dark, very dark. That the pitchers and the carafes in the chambers of the travellers who had arrived must have been filled, and that there was no more water in the system. She was somewhat reassured because no one in the Thénardier establishment drank much water. Thirsty people were never lacking there, but their thirst was of the sort which applies to the jug rather than to the pitcher. Anyone who had asked for a glass of water among all those glasses of wine would have appeared a savage to all these men. But there came a moment when the child trembled. Madame Thénardier raised the cover of a stewpan which was boiling on the stove, then seized a glass and briskly approached the system. She turned the faucet. The child had raised her head and was following all the woman's movements. A thin stream of water trickled from the faucet and half filled the glass. "Well," said she, "there is no more water." A momentary silence ensued. The child did not breathe. Bah! Resumed Madame Thénardier, examining the half-filled glass. This will be enough. Cosette applied herself to her work once more, but for a quarter of an hour she felt her heart leaping in her bosom like a big snowflake. She counted the minutes that passed in this manner and wished it were the next morning. From time to time, one of the drinkers looked into the street and exclaimed, "It's as black as an oven!" or One must needs be a cat to go about the streets without a lantern at this hour, and Cosette trembled. All at once, one of the peddlers who lodged in the hostelry entered and said in a harsh voice, "My horse has not been watered." "Yes, it has," said Madame Thénardier. "I tell you that it has not," retorted the peddler. Cosette had emerged from under the table. "Oh yes, sir," said she. "The horse has had a drink." He drank out of a bucket, a whole bucketful, and it was I who took the water to him, and I spoke to him. It was not true, Cosette lied. There's a brat as big as my fist who tells lies as big as the house! Exclaimed the peddler. I tell that he has not been watered, you little jade. He has a way of blowing when he had had no water, which I know well. Cosette persisted. And added in a voice rendered hoarse with anguish, and which was hardly audible, and he drank heartily. Come," said Padilla in a rage, "this won't do at all. Let my horse be watered, and let that be the end of it." Cosette crept under the table again. In truth, that is fair," said Madame Thénardier. "If the beast has not been watered, it must be." Then glancing about her, "Well, now, what's that other beast?" She bent down and discovered Cosette cowering at the other end of the table, 
almost under the drinker's feet. Are you coming? shrieked Madame Thénardier. Cosette crawled out of the sort of hole in which she had hidden herself. The Thénardier resumed, Mademoiselle Dog like name, go and water that horse. But Madame said Cosette feebly, there is no water. The Thénardier threw the street door wide open. Well, go and get some then. Cosette dropped her head and went for an empty bucket, which stood near the chimney corner. This bucket was bigger than she was, and the child could have sat down in it at her ease. The Thénardier returned to her stove and tasted what was in the stew pan with a wooden spoon, grumbling the wire. There's plenty in the spring. There never was such a malicious creature as that. I think I should have done better to strain my onions. Then she rummaged in a drawer which contained sous, pepper, and shallots. See here, Mademoiselle Toad, she added. On your way back, you will get a big loaf from the baker. Here's a fifteen sous piece. Cosette had a little pocket on one side of her apron. She took the coin without saying a word and put it in that pocket. Then she stood motionless, bucket in hand, the open door before her. She seemed to be waiting for someone to come to her rescue. Get along with you! Screamed the Thénardier. Cosette went out. The door closed behind her. This is the end of chapter three. Recording by Geneva.